Hi, welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. We have got a pretty heavy topic to get into today. When you marry, you marry the family. I know, I know, I know. I can actually feel the collective eye rolls happening all the way here. But it's true. When you marry, you marry the whole family. It's not even reasonable to expect that you won't have anything to do with each other's family. And so we need to talk about what love means when it comes to marrying the family. Love means not pressuring your significant other to choose between you and their family. Uh, Respect uh, your significant other enough to find a way to make it work, whatever you have to do. Um, Respect means uh, that you are going to find a way to relate to your significant other's family. You're going to educate yourself on what their early childhood was like because it affects later in life. You're going to stop bashing each other's family. Uh, Parents, unfortunately, they affect your relationship with your significant other today. So parents matter. Enjoy family time. Try hard to find common ground, to relate to each other, to appreciate even one small detail about somebody in that family that you didn't know you could appreciate beforehand. Cultivate those relationships. It takes time. It takes effort. Just like when you got together with your significant other, you're going to have to put that same effort into cultivating relationships with the family. And then the last thing is take the time to get to know each other. You shouldn't rush into relationships today anyway, but aside from that, you really need to work on showing that mutual respect to each other um, so that you can have a healthy relationship with each other and have healthy relationships with the in-laws. Um, you know, that's just, um, how you're going to build that firm foundation for a successful marriage. Um, you know, a piece of advice that was shared with me when I was freshly married and it was shared with my sister-in-law who shared it with me. Never speak ill about your spouse to your family. And it's true. They'll never forget. They'll be slow to forgive and they'll never forget. So find somebody you trust, journal if you have to. Um, but you know, you don't want to burn a bridge or set a relationship afire before it's even had a chance to really take root. Um, so, you know, there's going to be growing pains. There always is, you know, just, you know, bringing two people together, who are raised in completely different lifestyles and different home values and different lives um, is already challenging enough. I mean, you hear horror stories about people flipping out over toothpaste lids and, you know, whether or not the toilet seat is up or down. For the record, it always is down. But anyway, so, you know, when you think about adding in the other things like, you know, if their clothes make it to the hamper and who makes the bed and, you know, who has to do all the cooking, relationships are hard. Don't compound them by not um, giving each other the opportunity to really um, grow and 
take hold uh, with your family. So don't speak ill about them to your family. Don't compare your family to their family. You know, we all learn what we live. And that may be, they, that family may be doing all that they can do. That's what they learned. That's how they lived. And so if that's not what you and your spouse want for your family, you can cultivate your own family lifestyle. You can break the cycle. You know, uh, for example, say, you know, your family never opened up a single gift on Christmas Eve and say your spouse's family opened up all the presents on Christmas Eve because, you know, if they wanted to foster a relationship with Santa, Santa came on Christmas Day. Or say, I know a couple that their children have never heard about or believed in Santa for their own reasons. Those par- It wasn't that they didn't want them to believe in make believe those parents worked really hard for the money they had to spend on their children and they wanted to make sure they were recognized for that that's their choice so their children never got anything from santa so you find these things out before you get to that point and you know some things you might find are deal breakers and it's not even worth getting married over others you might find a way to make it work uh, you know, you've got a lot of challenges bringing together two people anyway, but you want to find these things out early on. Um, the other thing is when you do uh, get together and you do recognize you marry the family, if someday, and this is not a given, everybody who gets married does not choose to have children, um, but if you someday choose to have children, whether you adopt or you do IVF or you conceive them naturally, however you go about obtaining children, you know, don't stereotype. Not all grandmas are going to want to bake cookies and watch movies and um, babysit. Uh, A lot of grandmas. I had, my mother was not a cookie baking, babysitting grandma. Um, My husband's mother was great. My daughter got the best of both worlds. I can assure you, I will not be a bacon grandma. I mean, it's a joke in the family. If I'm in the kitchen, everybody's got the fire extinguisher at the ready because I've caught the kitchen on fire twice. So nobody's going to learn to bake from me. That's a given. That's for sure. So don't stereotype and assume all grandparents are just wanting to snuggle and watch movies and, you know, coddle the children. That's just not how it is. Uh, everybody is different. Everybody brings something of value to the table that's different. So, you know, when, when our daughter was small, we let the whole family have those conversations with her. We let the whole family get to know her on their level, whatever, Uh, amount of involvement they wanted that's what they got to have if they didn't want any they didn't have to if they wanted some great they could have as much or as little as they wanted and that's how you show respect for each other Um, because again you know you're got different different personalities and different um, likes and dislikes that are all factoring into these relationships so when you marry you do marry the family but find a way to find the good in each other's family Um, you know everybody isn't going to be a bowl full of cherries everybody doesn't come with without a colorful past Um, and so when you think about that it's okay to limit 
the exposure to unhealthy relationships that you don't want to foster, whether it's between you and um, part of your spouse's family or, you know, even on behalf of your spouse. If your spouse is really trying to limit their own exposure to, you know, some unsavory seeds in the family, that's okay to limit, but you at the same time still have to respect they are still part of the family and uh, you want to make sure that you're not the reason they don't have a relationship should they want one. You don't ever want to put your significant other in a position where they have to choose between you and someone in their family. So it all boils down to respect or relate, find a way. E, educate, educate yourself on your spouse's early childhood. It will come into play later in life. S, stop bashing each other's family. There's no value to be gained from it. And when you are forced to have to learn to get along and relate and cultivate a relationship with them, you're going to feel kind of silly that you spend all that time bashing somebody who is really probably quite wonderful. P, parents matter. The parents are doing the best they can. We all learned what we lived. That includes the parents. That's how this cycle continues through life. So if there's something about that upbringing that your spouse doesn't really care for, then you make the change in your own family, but you don't bash the parents. E, enjoy family time. Instead of it being a drudgery, oh my gosh, I've got to go be around their family again. No, seriously, find a way to enjoy it. There's something of value in that opportunity look forward to it, speak positively of it. This is what I've been talking about, changing your attitude about things. You've got to go to Thanksgiving dinner either way. So instead of complaining about it and making it a chore and just a misery of a day, find some way to relate and enjoy and cultivate that relationship. C, cultivate the relationships. They're not going to happen by accident. They're not going to happen through osmosis. You need to find a way, talk to each other, get to know each other, be yourself. If your spouse thinks that you're that fabulous, then be you and their family will get to know you and think you are as well. T, take the time to get to know each other. You know, that relationship you have with your spouse didn't happen overnight. It took time. You had to get to know each other. You had to learn what buttons not to push and, you know, how to speak positive affirmations into that relationship. Well, take the time to do that with the family as well, because you do marry the family. My husband and I, he was military. We were all over. We weren't around family very much, but I can assure you They were in every part of our life. As soon as we had our daughter, they were not going to miss out on a single solitary second. I mean, they used to call in when she was a teeny baby and ask, could they talk to Emily? And I'm like, can you talk to her? She's six months old. And they would be on the phone talking to her and they would fly to wherever we were stationed to come see her. They were not going to miss out on that opportunity. So the family's in it for the long haul. You might as well make the best of it. It's an opportunity 
to really get to know each other, expand your relationships. You never know, they might be the golden ticket you need to happiness later. So that's my challenge for you. I know we're past all the heavy holidays, but this is an opportunity for you to make a fresh new start, change your attitude about family. And if you're on the cusp of getting ready to get married, really take the time to stop and think about it. How would you want your spouse to talk about your family? And therefore, how do you think you should be talking about their family? Do you want that respect shown to you and your family? Then you're going to have to show that respect. And yes, there are some clowns in everybody's closet, my family included, but you still have to respect the the person that they are, the seasoning they bring to the family, they sparkle, you know, whatever it is they bring to the family, even if it's on the surface, seemingly just drama. Um, the fact that they keep coming around means they're invested and they want to be a part of the unit. And so you need to find a way to rise above and get to know them and make them part of your life. Uh, and again, you can still make changes to your own individual household, how you um, are as a couple, how you treat each other throughout the days. And if you ever choose to uh, expand and make a family, how you raise those children. Those are things that you can do individually, break whatever cycles you feel like you need to. But it's important that you recognize when you marry, you marry the family. So I hope you've enjoyed this talk. If you have any other topics you'd like us to discuss, please don't be hesitant to hit us up on social media. We're at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us at www.15minutesofsane.net and 15minutesofsane.org. And uh, we hope today has been awesome. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Thank you.